It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled God and Food. And our scripture reference is taken from Exodus chapter 24, verses 9 through 11. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Our church ventured into dinner church ministry last year. It was something several people and I prayed about for quite a while. If you aren't familiar with the concept, it's exactly what it sounds like. There's dinner and church. One of the hopes is to connect people outside of the church to a faith in Jesus. What stands out to me about dinner church is what you have to explain to people in the church. Most of us aren't familiar with the idea. For some, it's another time you have to feed people to get them to show up. Somehow, that makes it something less worthy. Dinner church is a time of worship. No matter what the menu is or what venue you use, God is present. It's a worship gathering fashioned after the early church's tradition. I won't say the few times we hosted dinner church were more meaningful than our Sunday morning gatherings, but I will say this, it was different. We've molded the idea that people attend worship. When they do, they find a seat, usually the same seat every week. After that, stand and sit when asked, and sit quietly, albeit reflectively, until it's over. At dinner church, we laughed, caught up with each other, and shared a great meal. And that was all while sharing worship and communion. It was worship. Okay, this isn't a commercial for dinner church. Consider it an invitation to something more. One thing the pandemic of 2020 has taught the church is that things cannot stay the same. More and more congregations have realized their ministry had grown stale. Things were a bit too comfortable for those on the inside. Our old buildings and strained budgets aren't going to carry us into new ministry. They'll be a burden for a lot of churches, actually. I'm greatly encouraged to see people trying to learn new ways to connect to the world. Lord, forgive us that it took a pandemic to wake us up. The invitation I'm giving you today is for you to consider how God might want to use you to do new things, even through food. Some people don't quite believe me when we talk about food and worship in the early church. Well, let's look at today's passage. It predates even the early church and is another example of a moment of food-filled worship and talk about a powerful moment. Moses led a group of elders up the mountain to see God. You can do some extra study to envision what they actually saw. For now, though, let's appreciate how awesome this was for everyone. What would you do if you saw God? Remember how Peter responded on the mountain with Jesus and the others? 
What the elders did, by our standards, is unremarkable. There was no special service, no liturgy, no Facebook announcement or Zoom invite was necessary. The text says, they beheld God and they ate and drank. Build it and they will come was an unofficial mantra of the church in our nation for a while. That wasn't the church's usual approach to ministry. It reflected what was happening in our country. Now, we're left to figure out how to manage everything built without the people who come. I envision the most effective new ministries to be simple, almost unassuming. Not build it and they will come, but something more akin to be a neighbor to who you know. The best ways to reach those people who do not know Christ is through people they already know. Could it be that God can be known through a meal? Absolutely. A meal is one of our sacraments, after all. Stay blessed.